try that again. Take two. Alrighty, alrighty, we are back. Welcome to This Pink Cloud. Uh, we are show... Up oh, the drum roll already? Okay, alright. Well, welcome to This Pink Cloud. We are a show all about uh, multiple pathways to recovery as well as mental health. Uh, excited to be here. I am DJ Kelly Reverb. Mm -hmm. I am an RSPS. Sitting next to me, Mr. Chad Lamont. How are you, Chad? I am fantastic. Still Sweet. Still trying to figure out the system. Everything, dude. I'm just trying to figure out life. Just trying to figure it out. Shout there out. There we go. Shout out to figuring shout out life. Shout out life. life. There you go. And figuring it out, right? <laughs> well, sitting in with me, it's been a while since uh, we've had her on the show. Uh, she is a good friend of mine. Uh, and I had her on the episode. I think it was actually the second episode is what I want to say uh, of when we were way out north in Frisco and she was gracious enough to come out and share her story with us. But it is one Miss Lisa Stroop, everybody. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Yeah, just be sure and talk into. Uh, I'm in great. How are you? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there you go. Beautiful. And uh, all the Dallasites might know you because I, I like to refer to you as Queen of the Scene. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll take, you'll take it, it, right? Right. I'll take yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Well, you used to. Yeah. Right? You used to. I did. Right. Well, so let's let's go ahead and hear, because, I mean, you have a, a crazy story as far as uh, recovery and and then you, recovery and then cancer and then recovery from that. And you've quit uh, a myriad of things. So let's go let's go back and and kind of revisit, you know, what. What it was, uh, you know, how, how life was and wh why it got bad, you know? Go okay. ahead. Yeah. Why it got bad. <laughs> why it got bad or how it got bad, you know? Like maybe, you know, like when you started out, like what, you were just partying in the scene or what? Yeah, I was just partying in the scene in the 90s and I never really drank that much. I just went out, Aqua Lounge, Club One and danced my butt off mm -hmm. all the time and I, would, I never really was one of those people that got really screwed up. I didn't have to get screwed up to have fun. <laughs> sure. But then I started working in the scene, and the drinks were always free, and the drugs right. were always free. <laughs> yeah. And it just snowballed. It, become, it becomes an occupational hazard, right? It, it does, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and just be sure and talk right into oh, the okay. Yeah. Not moving. But, no, it's all good, <laughs> yeah. So, so, you're, so you're working in the scene. Yeah, that was in the 90s. Uh-huh. And then in the 2000s, I was still kind of working in the scene. And then I really got my stuff together. I went back to school. And um, I ended up getting three degrees. I was so drunk for most of them, I don't even remember getting wow. my master's. 
(laughs) 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 The last six months, my father passed away, my grandmother passed away, Uh. and I lost three of my cats. Oh, wow. Yeah, in like four months. months. So after that, that, I really went off the rails. rails. Mm. And I wasn't really really going out. out. I mean, it was a shame that none of my friends really noticed. Maybe four or five of them noticed how, how bad I was. But I'm super social, so if I ever yeah. just disappear, like somebody should probably come check on that, me. That, yeah, if, if I'm not if out, Lisa goes, <laughs> if Lisa goes radio silent, then there's a problem. Yeah, yeah. like if okay, I if yeah. I just disappear and I just disappeared into my house, like I was. If just I don't drinking. see if I don't see Lisa Lou going live <laughs> on Facebook or Instagram, then I know. Oh, I haven't seen it for two weeks. Maybe yeah, you're maybe like, we should check on it. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. So after that, I just started drinking at home. Mm-hmm. And by then, I like got let go of both of my jobs. And I was doing really well, even, yeah. even being a drunk. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> it, sound, really well. it sounds like you, you had some education and, and uh, that after, you achieved as well, right? Yeah, yeah. I got three <laughs> degrees, two yeah. bachelor's and a master's. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah, and I remember telling like one of my teachers the one class I was doing bad in, I was just like, like I would go to class, I go, I drive to Denton to oh. class, and a couple of days I woke up in a parking lot, like, Holy and crap. had to call my friend and be like, "Hey, where's our class?" And she's like, "Where are you?" And I'm like, "I just, I'm in the parking lot. I woke up, I passed out as soon as I got to the parking Holy lot. Holy crap! Bad. Wow. And then I would just sit in my house and drink. I would just drink cheap wine, not liquor. Right. The, the wines would almost killed me. The barefoot, barefoot wine. What, what <laughs> yeah. you know, Shout out barefoot wine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking you were more of a Franzia box. <laughs> box no, ne- never kinda. went that way. Right. Okay. It was mostly barefoot and that Liberty Creek Chardonnay. If I even <laughs> see that stuff now, I just run. Well, yeah. and so, okay, so you're but doing that. I was that drinking ba- about three large bottles a day. And, and then I would just pass out and wake up. I wasn't how long, eating are, how long was this going on for that you were drinking? Three large um, Probably grunts. like over a year. Okay. And I had a friend that was, he, he got deported, but he <laughs> <laughs> shout, shout out. In, in other I stories, guess. he got deported. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. For being in possession of ice or something. Okay. Anyway, yeah, he was, he was an enabler though. And at the time I was like, oh, he's my angel. He's come to save me, but he wasn't saving anything. Right. He was taking money from me. And when I was passed out and driving me to my jobs and I couldn't even get a job anywhere because I was the DTs were so bad. Right. I wasn't even in any shape to get a job. Like, yeah. I would well, how so long of a, how long of a window was it before you were drinking daily? Like how long? Because I always like to say, like, how long was it you kind of successfully navigated it? <laughs> I mean, like 27 years. I was, yeah, I was drinking mostly at the clubs, you know, right. and the next day I would just be hung over. But the right. last like probably year and a half to two years like i had to drink or i couldn't function right and what year what year were we talking here um, approximately ballpark me i graduated in 2008 and that's when all the shit hit the fan mm-hmm. <laughs> okay that's when all the that's so funny everything. no but that's so funny like you go oh i graduated in 2008 <laughs> and that's when it really went off the rails because yeah. <laughs> i i got my master's and then i really <laughs> yeah, i couldn't get a full-time yeah. job for yeah. years and sure of course, of course i couldn't i was completely screwed up i just right. didn't want to admit that i was right and then my at one point, like I was in a really abusive relationship too during the same time. So mm-hmm. I was getting out of the eight year abusive relationship at the same time when I graduated and my dad died. <laughs> oh wow. 
Wow. So I went running back to him because uh-huh. yeah, I've been with him for eight years and I was sure. attached. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then you... that made me drink even more. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, so so you're 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 doing this and you're drinking all this, uh, but this is the part that I love. I'm like, did you? Because uh, I I already I already know the answer to it, but I know that you went uh, the unconventional route uh, of quitting. Like, I mean, and what worked for you? Because normally, you know, people will say, "Oh, well, I went to AA and then I went to rehab," which is my story. Yeah. But 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 what's your story? What what was it that worked for you? Oh, well, uh, the doctor told me I was going to die. Oh, okay, <laughs> cool. Well, I mean, but a lot of people I don't remember. I guess that was 2009 maybe. A, a lot of people A lot of people get that warning, that warning from the doctor and uh, go, okay, well, that's good. Yeah, probably, but keep <laughs> keep going yeah so yeah. yeah right doc what do you know yeah right <laughs> exactly so what i mean what is it that like i mean how i've did already it? tried to quit but i was in the service industry and i would go to these wine dinners and i'd be like okay i'm only gonna drink wine and uh, you work. tried to regulate yeah the wine yeah. was like what almost killed me yeah i mean it took me literally till i was 40 to realize i could not have one drink mm-hmm. i can't i can't even touch it if i R- do my whole life goes to hell in a handbasket yeah. <laughs> right I know better now. Now sure. I don't crave it or anything. I just see a bottle of cheap wine and I'm like, oh. Yeah. No. Well, <laughs> well, how did it, so how did it happen though? Like, I mean, how did you get sober? Well, I, w- I went to the doctor and they did all my blood work mm-hmm. and he came in and every single thing was flagged. <laughs> okay, yeah. Every single thing. Hey, like, your triglycerides. Yeah, every single yeah. thing. Like my blood sugar was yeah. high, my blood pressure was high, like every single thing. Sure. And um, he was like, you know, how, you're drinking a lot. He's like, you're about to go into the DTs. And he's like, look. And he's like, you know, I haven't, you know, your liver enzymes. He's like, there's four stages of liver disease. First, second, third. Once you hit the fourth, it's cirrhosis. He's like, you're about this far from the fourth. Uh-huh. And he's like, and once you do that, you can't get a liver transplant because you're an alcoholic and you don't care. Right. If you live or die, obviously. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, so they won't give you another liver. So if you think you're good, it's funny. I went back to that doctor like 10 years later. He didn't remember telling me. Right. <laughs> well, I'm like, well, thanks for saving my life. Yeah. Because, right. Like you totally did. Thanks for and he's like, telling well, me that I was almost dead. Of course, I never yeah. had any insurance because I was in the service industry. Yeah. So he w- that was like, I guess I was 39 then. Mm hmm. And so the doctor was like, well, I guess I'm going to have to put you in rehab. And I'm like, no, that costs money. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I'm like, that costs money and you have to have insurance. I was like, and I don't have that. I'm like, that's the reason I come to you and wait four hours for an appointment because you're like the Medicaid doctor. (laughs) Yeah, right. I'm like, I don't have any insurance or money. Uh huh. And um, he's like, well, are you going to quit? He's like, you're just going to quit. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to quit. And he was like, well, you need somebody there with you because, you know, you could go to seizures or, you know, like you've been drinking every day for years. And so I have my the same guy, the enabler, as I call him. Okay. (laughs) We won't say his name. Okay. (laughs) But um, yeah, the the enabler was, uh, you know, he... He stayed with me for like five nights in a row and uh-huh. slept on my floor. And I mean, I never went into seizures or anything. Right. I, mean, I felt like hell, but I didn't really have that bad of any detox. Uh huh. But it took about six months for me to totally feel all the good things about being sober. Right. Oh, of course. And then it's the hard part. <laughs> yeah. Well, what would you say the hard part is? 
because you have to realize why you were so screwed up for so long. Right. And, and then, like, and really, then, I don't have it that bad. Like, what the heck was I thinking? Like, yeah. <laughs> I have a family who loves me. I have friends that love me. Like, I'm, you know, everything bad I've caused on myself. Mm-hmm. But when you're an addict, you blame everything on everybody else. They're everybody yeah. else's fault. Everybody else's fault. The world's out to get you. God or goddesses, whoever they are, they're out to get you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Everybody's out to get you. And nothing's your fault. You yeah. Know? I couldn't get a job because nobody went to hire me because it, was, it wasn't my fault ever. Nothing was ever my fault, you know? Right. It, it wasn't like I couldn't have a relationship or I couldn't have a job or I couldn't have real friends because I was a complete screw up. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I screwed everything up. I mean, I had everything handed to me on a silver platter. I could have had a great life. Right. So did So you just did cold turkey abstinence. Yeah. Basically, what what would you say? Like, I mean, was it difficult? Like, okay, once you got sober, how long did you wait until you went back out? And because you are the queen of the scene, (laughs) so the scene was missing their queen. So, like, it wasn't long. Yeah, how long of a how long of a window did you give yourself? I would go out. I mean, dancing was kind of my therapy. I would go out dancing. You know, like immediately, pretty much. Well, okay. So after, like, like there was maybe like a get it. it's maybe like a week, like a week or two off. Yeah, better may- maybe not even that. Yeah, long. <laughs> right. And then you just go back out there, and and so how? Yeah, the I- reason I always went out was for the music, anyway. So yeah, I should have just kept using that as my therapy. <laughs> right. No. 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 And you are. You are. I, I will attest for this. She is at every party, and she <laughs> no, and she is a supporter. Uh, for sure, of of the scene, and I think a pillar of the dance community. Oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. But but so, um, I mean, how w- was it really? Like, I mean, was it tough s- going back out there and then saying no, especially with everybody else around you expecting you to join in the party and stuff like that? Well, I got pretty mean there at the end so <laughs> i started you know i was starting fights i got kicked out of the loon how do you get kicked out of the loon oh no i got kicked out of the loon and then didn't remember it and uh-huh. tried to go back oh and this even, is towards the end this is when you were yeah it, well, uh, this is okay. probably like 2007 right okay and uh, yeah i would i go out and start fights with people and <laughs> get right. out in people's faces and like not even remember it wow and then i go back to the bar the next time and they'd be like oh you can't yeah we can't serve anymore. you here dude you uh you were starting and then there were a couple other people like you know bradley register uh no but oh he should be on your show shout out bradley okay yeah, he's a bartender at um it'll do but he's okay. drinking around this right before i did okay so, like, you know, I mean, he wouldn't have served me a drink if I would have asked for one. Right. would have been like, uh, no. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much anybody that would have served me a drink probably would have gotten fired. Right. Because <laughs> they all knew and, the, and then, Yeah, you nobody know. wanted evil Lisa to come back. <laughs> <laughs> evil Lisa was coming out on the yeah, rag. Yeah, she was coming out regularly. Okay, so uh, we, we put the kibosh on evil lisa right yeah she's done <laughs> she's she's done but then all, all of a sudden good queen of the scene sweet lisa <laughs> gets cancer right yeah so yeah. at what point how far okay so well i mean uh, into I your sobriety how uh, when did you become uh or when did oh, you that was like 2018 2018 so yeah. you had like almost 10 years right is that what we're saying? Um, I think I quit in 20. 20- 
13. Oh, okay. And then I had a re. I, I lasted eight months. Oh yeah, you had a relapse. And I had one relapse. Let's hear about that one relapse. Was well, it? Was, at was my, it wine? My, uh, yeah, it mm. was. It was uh, sparkling rosé. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I was at our company party for a restaurant I worked at with mm. a notable chef, and um. We had our party, and his wife, his then wife, <laughs> mm-hmm. was like, oh, you know, have a little glass of sparkly champagne. You know, you'll be fine. It's a beautiful day outside. And I was like, I won't be fine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't have one drink. And mm-hmm. I had it. <laughs> and like and lo and behold, it didn't work 15 out. 15 hours later, I'm waking up in my bed. Uh-huh. And the hostess girl had taken me home and put me in my oh, bed. Oh, wow. And I puked all over myself. And right. Woke up, had like 55 messages on my phone, had no idea who any of them were for. Right. I mean, there were crazy stuff. Somebody asked right. me about like apparently. And you had I'd skin be- under your fingernails from <laughs> fighting. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't think I fought with no. anybody that night. That but night. I, I like told a guy. There was a guy, the, the goat, the goat is where I ended up, apparently. Okay. I don't remember even being there that night, but okay. then I started drinking hard liquor to walk and tequila and stuff. Mm. And I guess it went down from there. <laughs> and there's that's, a that's guy a there. combination of a bad night. Yeah. yeah. Walk like and a, tequila. A well, sparkling guy. wine to start <laughs> off, dude, yeah. as the... Uh, I can't remember his name. Is so He was like a cross-dresser, but he was a, a oh. band, and... Um, yeah, apparently he was leaving me messages because I told him I can't even sing. And I told him that I was going to be the lead singer of the band. <laughs> and they were like asking like me about it. times to make the video and stuff. And I'm like, what oh, on earth? What? Like, what are these people talking about? I mean, I obviously gave them my phone number. Right. What did I sign up for? It was man? terrible. So then the <laughs> hostess girl calls me and she's like, dude, are you OK? And I was like. Apparently, so thanks to you, like, you yeah. Know, and she's like, "Well, I put you in your bed, but the front door was open, and I was just hoping <laughs> that nobody came in and like robbed you or anything." All right. So after that, that was it. After okay. that, I never even you had you had to a, touch anything right. Else. Okay, so you had one time where you had to tr- test the waters. Yeah. Right. Basically. So, but then, then you also, but later on, you get. And this is 2018 when you get diagnosed with cancer, right? Yeah. So, so uh, I did all these like healing processes, and therapists never. And went you're and me. you're smoking <laughs> and you're smoking cigarettes. Yeah, too. I was still I was still smoking cigarettes. Okay. Yes. And then that was the only advice: cigarettes and a Red Bull. Still, okay. Still drinking Red Bull. Right. I'm right there with you. I and still uh, <laughs> I have the Mio energy, but close substitute. And so then I started. Um, I mean, I was actually trying to take care of myself. I know now that I still wasn't taking care of myself, Mm -hmm. but I thought that I was. Sure. And and I realize now that when you're in your 40s and you're not gaining any weight and you weigh like 110 pounds and you're eating like 32 ounce steaks from Ohio Steakhouse, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, seven to eight course dinners every night. Mm -hmm. Like if you're not gaining weight, like that's probably a problem yeah that might <laughs> That's when be women a sign gain weight and yeah when you're eating as much as i was eating for like a 200 pound man like yeah it was yeah so that should have been a sign but i didn't know i mean na- now i know that just because you're thin by no means means you're healthy right it has nothing to do one has nothing to do with the other and um so yeah after um hmm try to think totally lost my yeah duh, oh no 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 you're talking <laughs> we were ju- we were talking about uh, I'm like, do, what point was i making no you were <laughs> well you were making some point about cancer oh yeah yeah okay <laughs> so then it was like i guess march no big deal just, just just cancer no big yeah. deal yeah and 
I went to Miami like I always do in March, and I came right. back. And I'm Winter Music there. Conference. Yeah, yes. and I'm like, you know, I'd done all this therapy on myself, and I had a big problem with, like, codependency and abandonment issues and, you know, probably PTSD from the horrible relationship I was in and all right. this other stuff. And so I was like, okay, I got to fix myself. So I was really trying, and I was trying to eat better. And then, like, one day I was just like, oh, my God, I'm happy. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm happy from the inside. Like, nothing can screw with me. Right. And I was sitting on my bed, and I was like, no matter what happens to me, like, I will be fine. <laughs> right. No, I love and that. literally within the next three weeks, my car blew up. Mm-hmm. I went on the next day after mm. I thought that to myself. Okay. On, it was the February. Not a cloud in the 13th. sky. Yeah. <laughs> right. The next day I went on uh, my to go to work because I was a decorative arts cataloger for this online estate sale company. Uh-huh. And they didn't pay me crap. Like I it w- I was way shouldn't have worked there as long as I did. I swear it's one of the reasons I probably got cancer. <laughs> 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 it was toxic environment. But oh, anyway, gotcha. I was like. You know, I went on and they laid off like 400 people, but nobody, they were supposed to tell me and nobody told me. So I just <laughs> go on to my Google chat thing uh-huh. and I just put up a sale of like 450 items the night before and went to bed at like 4 a.m. Uh-huh. Wake up, you know, five hours later, <laughs> go online and I can't get into my email. I can't get into my Google chat. Right. Totally had no job. Oh, nice. <laughs> mm, gotta love that. <laughs> and then I get a text from someone, because I was working for the cor- their corporate office mm-hmm. in Cincinnati. And I get a text from someone, and they're like, no. I was like, this, what happened? Like, I can't get into any of my stuff. And they're, oh, they were supposed to tell you. Okay, well, nobody. Yeah, we closed, by the but way. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, that's right. I, nothing can uh-huh. upset me. So this right. is all a blessing. You know, I'm not <laughs> right. going to get a better job. And I never would have quit that one, because I loved it, even mm-hmm. though I didn't make enough money. And then after that, like, that's when I found the lump in my breast. My friend came over. We were going to go to a pool party. And I put on my swimsuit, and I just kind of grazed the side of my breast. And I'm like, mm. oh, my God, that's a lump. And I knew immediately. I was like, it's cancer. Mm. I'm like, <laughs> right. I've never taken care of myself. I'm 44. Like, it's breast cancer. I knew well, does it run in your family? I mean. Well, I'm adopted. Oh, okay. But so, even if yeah. it does, I mean, all the stuff that I've learned, cancer is not as genetic as they make it seem. Ah, okay. They, ever, they want you to think all diseases are genetic. That way you have no control over your own health. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> Don't I get like me it. on that. Go ahead, song. dude. I like it. <laughs> that sounds like we're, for a different. Sounds like, <laughs> sounds like we're going down a little conspiracy wormhole. Yeah. No. Yeah. Most of our health stuff is okay. conspiracy. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm, I I will take your word for That's it. That's why I don't do any more treatments. And I'm still here. Uh-oh. I don't have any cancer. Uh-oh. Well, so, yeah, how does that happen? Did you do chemo or what? How yeah, did you I turn did, it around? Um, I did the mastectomy, and it was supposed to be a lumpectomy with a little bit of radiation. That's what they tell everyone. And mm-hmm. then it went horrible, and I had to have an emergency mastectomy. And they were like, we have to take your breast. And, and obviously it was malignant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, once it's cancer, it's malignant. Right. I gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. The terminology is really screwed up. Sure. Like I'm supposed to tell everybody right now that I'm still a metastatic breast cancer patient, even though I have no ca- no cancer in my body. Right. And and that I'm in remission, and I prefer not to say remission because that means that you might get it again. Right. And I'm not going to get it again. So well, that's how they that? they do, <laughs> they do the label with the you know yeah. the alcoholic. Once an alcoholic, always right. an alcoholic, or once an addict, always an addict. You know. 
And so they told me after, you know, after five years, if you don't do all this estrogen blockers and stuff, which make you completely crazy and have mm -hmm. to do like seven to eight other medications. Right. And I was like, I'm not going to live my life this way. I was like, if I get it again, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. But I do not want this treatment. So I turned it down. So it's four years. Right. <laughs> yeah. I made it four years. Knock on wood. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, that's great. Of course, I've also made major life changes, too. Well, you know? let's hear about that. Oh, yeah. I do kickboxing and my beach body workouts. And, and eat, do you, I tried. I, I was going to say, I was diet? a really good meal plan, but the last two months have been really slacking. I got to get back on it. Okay. <laughs> Well, no. So what uh, I mean, what what exactly I I is it like, would you say that you've noticed uh, that helped your cancer situation besides obviously the surgical portion of it? Um, I mean, that was just the and and part. did yeah. you uh, did that make you want to drink again? Like because when no. you get when somebody hands you a, a, the C card, you know, you're like, yeah, that's well, almost like. Oh, shit, dude. For the kind of breast cancer that I had, it's um, ER positive, which means it's all, it means you have an abundance of estrogen in your system. And guess what creates that? Like lots of red meat consumption uh, and alcohol. Oh, well, <laughs> Top two things. So right. I'm, and you, I, I know, I mean, I don't really care what anybody else tells me, doctors included. I know that if I didn't live my life the way I did, uh -huh. I wouldn't have had cancer. Oh, okay. All I'm, right. I'm sure of that. <laughs> well, so you, well, at least you're owning up to it. Yeah. And okay. I'm really not hating on it. Like, right. I'm not hating I'm on not it. hating on it. Like, I have learned so much stuff that I never, ever would have read about or learned about. Well, if like I what? Hadn't had share, share a nugget with the, with the folks. I don't know. Just, I mean, just about, like, treatment of doctors in general and the food and drug, you know. Goes on and on and on. Food and Drug Administration was the first thing that I read in one of the anti-cancer books. You know, why do we have a Food and Drug Administration? That makes absolutely no sense. No well. sense. <laughs> and then once you see all that stuff, you can't unsee it. Right. You know. Okay. So it sounds like. <laughs> Welcome to a new episode of <laughs> Through the Wormhole with Morgan Freeman. Right. <laughs> well, cool. So uh, yeah. Um, so then, oh yeah, but then you also quit. Uh, quit smoking cigarettes too. Yeah, I did that right? when I found the lump in my breast. Now that's the that's <laughs> that's that's the tough. That's yeah. the toughest part to me personally, because like I mean, it's my little friend, and well, it's it you know it's been when there. I did, um, when I did chemo, once uh -huh. I started the chemo, like the smell of a cigarette just disgusted me. Really? Yeah. yeah like I. So if ever, I want to quit, even if I would have wanted to keep smoking, I couldn't. And right. they won't do surgery on any of this if uh -huh. you're smoking. The plastic surgeon will not operate right. on you if right. you're a smoker. Yeah, because it, it probably won't heal upright. Yeah, it takes too long to heal because cigarettes lower like 80% of your immune system. One ah, of those interesting fun tidbits. fact. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact. And they prevent like they prevent everything from bone growth to circulation to mm -hmm. everything that you need to be able to heal. They're really, really horrible for you. I had no idea until I quit. Well, and <laughs> yeah. the same with alcohol. Yeah. You didn't realize how bad you were poisoning yourself. Yeah. And it's just one of those little tricky things. It affects that like just every one of your organs. Yeah. Like not just your liver. It screws up your kidneys, your blood right. sugar. It screws up everything. Your pancreas. Yeah. That's why people get pancreatitis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, okay, so question. So, like, if anybody's out there, um, you know, A, like, what would you, what would, what advice would you give them as far as, you know, A, recognizing they might have a problem, like, you know, parameters that you might want to look for, and then what to do? 
you know? Yeah, I mean, if you can't, if you have to wake up in the morning and have a drink, you definitely have a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? If yeah. If you can't go like a week without drinking, if you can't go 24 hours without drinking, you definitely have a problem. Right. And there's, I mean, there's all kinds of places to help I'm doing you. my checklist over here. I'm oh, going, okay. yep, <laughs> that's true. It is. No, I, I've been there. Trust me. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think 14 I hours mean, was a good, a good, uh, stretch of sobriety for me. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was yeah. in denial for a long time. Yeah. You know, I mean, I probably was up until like five years after I got sober. I was still not admitting. Like one time when I was with the, the crazy guy, uh-huh. I had my blood sugar shot up and I was like, I was diabetic. Uh huh. And, and I fixed it all with food. And right. Still kept drinking like three huge bottles of barefoot Pinot Grigio <laughs> a day. <laughs> nice. But I fixed it with food, but I was in total denial because all I had to do was stop drinking and then my blood sugar was fine. Sure. Yeah. It's alcohol. amazing how that works, yeah. right? Well, I, you know, and I also share about that, like how I was diabetic as well and, and insulin shots and just within. 15 days i get to wean off of uh insulin so you know and it wasn't even the full 30 days that i was in rehab but then and then you know a couple months later met foreman out the window you know so it's just amazing a how we don't know or realize that we're secretly killing ourselves right you know it's not really it's not really uh, advertised that way um, and, and even when it is, we ignore it until we actually have physical, yeah, until, physical symptoms. Right, that, until that, the doctor says we're right. almost <laughs> yeah. stage four of a cirrhosis. You're like, oh, I shit, everything I've, they've told me is real. That right. really yeah. sucks. Like when I started drinking, I remember thinking, well, I'll just drink for a couple of years. Then I'll quit. You know? Right, yeah. <laughs> I'll well, just that's... party in my 20s, and when I'm 30, I'll quit drinking. By and the way, yeah. that is a fantastic plan. <laughs> yeah. That is a great plan. Wish I could have stuck yeah, to it. Right? I'm, I'm smoked. I the take one drink and then I'm, I'm I'll end up homeless at some point. Yeah. That's yeah. just how it's gonna go. The unfortunate thing is you don't know if you're an addict for anything until you do it the first yeah. time. <laughs> that's that's the really unfortunate part. You don't right. know if you're gonna be a cokehead until you do some cocaine. <laughs> you don't yeah. know if you're gonna be a meth head until you do some meth. Uh, well you don't see know certain now certain get. things for me. I, I I got the memo on like uh, I like to say uh, I got the memo on heroin. Yeah, uh, I got the memo that there's a chance that it's going to be a really short, successful window where you'll actually enjoy it. And then you're going to enjoy it and you're going to chase that high for the rest of your life until right. until you either stop or you're dead. Yep. So I got that memo, and I also got the memo on crystal meth. <laughs> I got the me- memo because I didn't get that memo, but right? luckily I didn't get as addicted to that as right. alcohol. I mean, ba- alcohol was my gateway drug, really. Right. Because well, I mean, as but you're in the scene. You're in the scene, and people that was you know. Oh yeah. Amphetamines and alcohol is <laughs> is a, g- a lovely combination. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I would have got the heroin memo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Chad. <laughs> oh, wait. What is that? Oh, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad I didn't get the heroin memo because now I can go out and spread it now that I know that it's real. Yeah. Now you, know? you can go. Uh, I can go out and help now people you can, that, now you that can, they're, <laughs> not, they're, they're not reachable. Now you can distribute your own heroin memo. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, right? Yeah. Well, you tell people to stop drinking. It's like they 
then they see you later and they're like, you know, I listen to you and I only drink on the weekends oh, now. It yeah. doesn't work. It I, does, it's yeah. not going to work. It's not going to improve anything. Right, yeah. It's I mean, a, you will gradually improve, but you have to completely put it down before you see the real changes. Yeah. yeah. What were those real changes you saw? And you said it was a six-month period before you really realized it. I mean, physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. I mean, I lost like 48 pounds, like, Almost That's a bonus. Sure. It's yeah. Like seven weeks. I was like, Shh. yeah, no, well, I, I lost. Didn't know I, had I lost. Thir- I, well, that too. <laughs> I thought yeah. I was just skinny. I was right. like, I was just skinny because I stopped drinking. <laughs> so it, Chad, Chad uh, had a great heroin diet. Uh, oh, yeah. Heroin yeah. and cocaine. He, like, he got anybody down. needs to lose weight and yeah, they don't mind Chad. how they do it. Like you, get, you cut 90 pounds in like six months. No <laughs> problem. Yeah. And he you was, can eat the whole time. And too. it was so funny because on his Instagram <laughs> and everything, he's like, I haven't been this skinny since I was in middle school. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's right. like, "Congratulations, Chad!" And <laughs> just congratulations like for being dead. a screaming addict, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, they was. tell the story at like the IOP that I was going to, and it, like those those people had to have me arrested because they were trying to save my life, which I was so mad at for a while. But it was, I'm so grateful for now. It's like one of the nicest things you can ever do for somebody to try right. and save their life. But they tell this story. They're like, if you don't think that this motherfucker's crazy, like this dude walked in and he was gray. <laughs> like he was great and he was sitting there just acting like everything's cool you know and i uh, you can attest that i had pizzas oh, yeah. for hands oh yeah of <laughs> now he had it was ele- elephantitis of the hands yeah. like <laughs> it looked like that they were like mickey mouse cartoon balloon hands yeah and it, yeah. it's it goes back to what you were saying like i can't i can't live it for you you know like i could tell you that it's bad all day long yeah. But until you make that step and you dip your foot in that water, you see if that and shark t- bites. Yeah. And that shark, when it yeah. bites, like you, you, you got to hold on for dear life. I and was so bitter against so many of my friends because I felt like nobody gave a crap, you know? Yeah. But if they would have told me, if, if somebody would have come in and pulled me off my couch and been like, dude, hey, <laughs> yeah. you need to like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? put the bottle down. I wouldn't yeah. have done it. I wouldn't right. have listened no. to him. I, would, I was way too far gone for that. Yeah, we can't. You can't well, any, experience it, something for somebody else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but I- any advice you would uh, you would say to people? Like, I mean, as far as as you know, I know you did cold turkey, but I mean, would you? Is there anything you would advice you would give to somebody that thinks they might have a problem and that are looking for help? Ooh, Ooh <laughs> that was a good one. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I would probably say to ask. A real person, that's their friend, like yeah. me or you or yeah. you or somebody that they actually know that actually, I mean, I get Facebook messages constantly Really, from like people a, like, I'm trying to quit drinking. And yeah. I went to a dinner the other night. It's funny how you all, you unwillingly a, become a spokesperson, isn't right? it? Yeah. It's yeah, like I they know you're sober this, um, and then they're That's like, how you know you're an amazing, charismatic person individual they like yeah. right there because it's coming back full circle for you to do something that you wish other people would have done for you i right. went to a dinner the other night and i ran into a server that used to work with me years ago mm-hmm. and she was like um guess what you know i want to show you something here's my two-year chip oh wow. wow and she was like you know you t- i remember you telling me that you were gonna die and i got put in the hospital for other stuff and i remembered you telling me that your doctor said you're gonna die if you don't put the bottle down and she was uh-huh. like, i was drinking every day it's mostly beer i was drinking every day she's like so yeah. because i remembered you telling me that I've, i quit wow and it's wow been two you know i had to go to aa and everything but it's been two years so sure i just wanted to show you my two-year chip i'm like oh you're making me cry uh, yeah. <laughs> well i mean it's That's great so awesome. because because you know you're living a, a, a great life uh, because you analyzed, you found out, and that you had a problem, and you admitted, 
right. you had a problem and then you did something about it. So that's what I love. And I think the best the the best thing like anybody can do is like live by example. That's the yeah. most powerful yeah. piece that you can do for anybody. Because then like that you can't just experience something for somebody. But if you live as an example in front of them as the before and after. Right. Then they can certainly learn some shit from that. Yeah. So there that's powerful. Well, hey, I don't want to uh, keep you forever because I know you got to get to your other job. <laughs> you, you like have five jobs now. Right? I know. Yeah. I got a full time job and then I still kept the other jobs. You can't you're addicted to work. <laughs> we need to talk we need to process. No. <laughs> that did but, used to be another addiction, but yeah? not anymore. Uh, okay. Well. The cancer made me realize that it's okay to relax. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's okay to just lay on your couch and not do anything if you right. want to. Like you can do that. Yeah. For sure, for sure. And you don't have to drink two bottles of wine and watch 55 episodes of Law and Order SUV. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's funny. Well, hey, uh, but real quick, I always like to give the uh, guest an opportunity to give anybody a shout out you'd like to. Oh, gosh. Anybody okay. in particular? Anybody? <laughs> Bueller? Bueller? I'm like. No? You got not, nobody? Not really. I should have had a list uh, How about so, How about some of your homies? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, I've had plenty of friends that have been there for me. So many. Okay, I well, name even, a couple of them. I couldn't even, like... Name a couple. Name all of them if I try. Well, name two. Um, I don't know. Like, my friend Michael. My okay, friend shout Sher out Michael. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then who else? My friend Sherilyn. Sherilyn, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> um, who else? Gosh, my friend Nisha. All right, Nisha. <laughs> Chad's on it, dude. I don't know who else. All I'm right. So many supportive people. Sweet. <laughs> Well, and then now, but the, th the good thing is, is that you can pay it forward now and be an example of, uh, you know, somebody that righted the ship in the correct way. Yes. Yes. There we go. All right. Well, thank you for coming out. And I don't want to make you late for work, so it's okay. not my fault. <laughs> but uh, Chad, thanks for coming out. Absolutely. And we'll see you next time. And thank you for thank coming you. in. Oh, and you're welcome. Yeah. And remember, kids, there is no magic pill for sobriety because if no. there was, we, we would all take, take too many. <laughs> I take that.